The LinkedIn Podcast Network is sponsored by TIAA. TIAA makes you a retirement promise, a promise of a guaranteed retirement paycheck for life. Learn more at TIAA.org backslash promises pay off. LinkedIn presents. Thanks to research done with fMRI scans, we also know that we release the happy hormone, dopamine, when we are curious. Something that also happens when we're having sex or devouring a tasty meal. As dopamine's unofficial hype man, I say this. Curiosity is truly dope. Happy Friday, everyone. I'm Michael Kovnat, and this is the Next Big Idea Daily, the show where we bring you quick ideas to spark your imagination and kickstart your day. If you're a regular listener to this podcast, I think it's safe to say you're a curious person. And if so, congratulations, because curiosity is a superpower that can help you in work and in life. If not, don't worry, because curiosity, that strong desire to know or to learn something, it's actually a skill that you can develop according to Scott Shigioka, author of the new book, Seek, How Curiosity Can Transform Your Life and Change the World. Scott is a curiosity expert and a fellow at UC Berkeley's Greater Good Science Center. He also teaches at the University of Texas at Austin and has spoken at Pixar, Airbnb, and Google, among other companies and universities. Here he is to share a few of his big ideas. Curiosity is the engine of our survival and learning. Curiosity, the desire to know, was present in our ancestors. Psychologists like Jean Piaget have argued since the middle of the 20th century that curiosity is a drive state and that like hunger and sexual desire, it is critical for our survival. Our ancestors used their curiosity to find water and food sources, to motivate learning, and to forge relationships. Since it was beneficial for us, curiosity was favored by natural selection and has been passed down the generations thanks to evolution. Today, we're all born with curiosity. Research suggests that infants have a preference for novelty, choosing to look at or interact with things that are new to them instead of known. It's even encoded into our brains. Thanks to research done with fMRI scans, we also know that we release the happy hormone, dopamine, when we are curious, something that also happens when we're having sex or devouring a tasty meal. As dopamine's unofficial hype man, I say this, curiosity is truly dope. Curiosity also powers our learning as well. When we are babies, we use our curiosity as an intrinsic motivator to babble and then construct words and sentences. While kids get a knack for languages because of their curiosity, it plays a much broader role in a child's development beyond communicating. In those critical years of early childhood, kids must sort out what is threatening and what is not, how to crawl and then walk, and how to be social. They're constantly asking questions because curiosity is key to their evolution. If you've ever spent time with a five-year-old, you'll know their favorite word is often why. Why is bluey blue? Why did they build pyramids in Egypt? Why aren't horses your favorite animal? Curiosity isn't just an intellectual tool. It's a force for connection. 
We tend to limit our understanding of curiosity by talking about it as a force for extracting information. It is usually viewed through a unidirectional and one-dimensional lens, what curiosity gives to me. But curiosity isn't just a tool to stay alive or to learn things like how to talk, figure out our hobbies, or pick our next travel destination. It also has another vital function, connection. Psychologist Todd Cashton at George Mason University has done a lot of work on this and is featured prominently in the book, with multiple research studies that show how curiosity powers our relationships with one another. In other words, curiosity is not something that lives only in our minds, it is something that stirs our hearts as well. It can be a gateway to strengthen the relationships we have to ourselves, to others, and to what's beyond. At its deepest levels, curiosity can become a force for meaningful connection and transformation in our lives. It can strengthen our relationships to ourselves and each other, helping us to better navigate disagreements, revive decades-old marriages, or heal from past pain or trauma. Curiosity at this depth invites us to ask questions that invite nuance and surprise. Rather than, what should I do to make money? We ask ourselves, what makes me come alive in life? Instead of, are you a Democrat or a Republican? We ask others, what values are important to you? Rather than, where did my ancestors come from? We ask, how do I stay connected to them throughout my life? There's three directions of curiosity. Curiosity is a potent tool that has three directions, inward, outward, and the beyond. When we direct it inward, we search for a better understanding of your needs, beliefs, and dreams. Inward curiosity doesn't always have to be done solo. It can be something you do with a therapist or a friend, such as exploring your own emotions or reflecting on past experiences. By practicing inward curiosity, we become more conscious about important aspects of our life, such as how we want to spend our time, what we value, or how to care for ourselves. We ask questions like, what does a healthy living situation look like for me? How do I want to be loved? How do I want to feel in a relationship? What makes me come alive? What kind of life do I want to lead? The outward direction is how most people think of curiosity, deepening our understanding of the people and the world around you. We do this when we're asking questions to our Tinder date or learning something new on a podcast. This direction also aids us with understanding cultures or systems that we're immersed in, such as when we travel to another country or when we learn about economics or psychology. When we spend time and energy directing our curiosity outward, we reduce the risk of clinging on to a more individualistic mindset, such as a self-help trope that your only priority is for you to show up fully rather than to also consider how others are feeling. When we practice outward curiosity, we adopt a more collective and harmonic mindset that recognizes the inherent truth that we are all interconnected to each other and to the planet. Directing our curiosity toward the beyond might take on a religious connotation for some as they seek to understand God, divinity, or their spiritual beliefs. But if you're not religious, which is becoming more and more the norm, especially among millennials and Gen Z, you can still use your curiosity in this direction. It might look like exploring life's meaning, such as asking yourself, what does it mean to be human? What is consciousness? 
what will my legacy be when I die? Exploring the beyond might even involve those who are no longer with us in the physical realm, such as those who came before us, like our ancestors, or those who will come after, like seven generations from now. The beyond is a direction of the soul, pushing us to ask questions like, how do we want to make meaning? What kind of world will the children of today inherit 30 years from now? What does it mean to live soulfully? Curiosity is something we all have the capacity to strengthen, like a muscle. But how do we do this? I developed a framework called Dive to help readers create space for deep curiosity in their day-to-day lives. This is truly the meat of the book. The Dive model, D-I-V-E, is an acronym that stands for Detach, Intend, Value, and Embrace. These are the four distinct elements that are essential to create space for deep curiosity. Detach. Let go of your ABCs, assumptions, biases, certainty. Intend. Prepare your mindset and setting. Value. See the dignity of every person, including yourself. Embrace. Welcome the hard times in your life. We access deep curiosity by exercising these muscles of detaching, intending, valuing, and embracing. We don't have to use them all at the same time. Each can be isolated and strengthened through dedicated exercises, just like the muscles in our own bodies. Deep curiosity is a lifelong and active pursuit. It is not simply enough to have a desire to know something. You must actively practice it every day and with intention. Thankfully, the more you practice deep curiosity, the easier it gets. And as you continue along the journey, you'll start to experience more connection and transformation in your life. Curiosity is contagious. Just like kids mimic the behaviors of their parents, we are all unconsciously and consciously impacted by the actions of those around us. Researchers have found that if we surround ourselves with people who are more curious than us, then we tend to become more curious ourselves. The opposite is true too. When you exercise your curiosity in a conversation or relationship, you make it more likely for the other person to be curious too. Research has also found that if our families, workplaces, or communities value curiosity as a popular and worthwhile practice, it is more likely that everyone in these spaces will become more curious too. That's why it's important to do an audit of the environments you're in. Is curiosity being valued or neglected? Are questions being rewarded and not just answers? Is there encouragement to embrace uncertainty and the feelings of discomfort that comes with that? Thankfully, unlike other contagious things in life, curiosity actually keeps us alive. Research has found that older adults with less curiosity have higher rates of mortality. It also improves the quality of our lives. Curious people are happier, more tolerant of anxiety, show increased life satisfaction, and have improved well-being. I see a bright future for a world that embraces curiosity. I see people who are able to alleviate their suffering in tough moments. I see stronger relationships emerging, even across lines of differences. And although it isn't a magic wand that can fix every societal issue overnight, I see curiosity as a foundational tool to build a more just and sustainable society. 
I see curiosity more intentionally embedded in K through 12 schools and higher education as a learning outcome for both students and staff, as well as businesses prioritizing curiosity as a 21st century skill. In the future, every leader will want to live out the value of curiosity while extending it to those they work alongside. Parents will bring it into their households, friends will keep each other accountable to the pursuit of it, and partners will bring it into their relationships to foster more fulfillment and happiness. All right, everyone, that does it for the week. A couple quick pieces of housekeeping before I say goodbye. Remember, you can get thousands of life-changing ideas right at your fingertips by downloading the Next Big Idea app from your favorite app store. Also, if you could do me a quick favor and give the show a rating or review in your podcast player, it'll help us spread these ideas even further, and I think that will make the world a smarter place. To sign up for my newsletter, follow the link in the episode notes, or look for the next big idea on LinkedIn. In any case, come on back next week when I'll have a fresh batch of fresh thinking for you. I'm Michael Kovnat. See you Monday.